You are now entering the circle of confusion, exposing the business of photography. Welcome to episode 43 of the Circle of Confusion, the professional photography podcast. My name is Roger Overall. With me this evening are, would you believe it, Peter Cox. I'm not really here. <laughs> it's a stand-in. <laughs> stand and Neil McShane. Good evening, gents. Right. Now we're going to start. Uh, we've actually got two topics of discussion this evening. Uh, topic one, the art discussion. We've been foreshadowing this for a little while. And the second topic that we will be talking about is if you've already read the show notes, you'll know this is coming. And if you haven't read the show notes, you might want to sit down for this announcement. This is the final episode of the Circle of Confusion podcast. We'll we come back to that later on. We found a way to get rid of Peter. You know, if you wanted to get rid of me, you could, just, could have just asked. See, now what's going to happen is these guys are going to relaunch a podcast. They're going to call it The Ring of Uncertainty, and they're just not going to invite me. How, did, how does he know these things? <laughs> did, you, did you tell him? Neil, did you tell him? Uh, no. He must, be, he, must be, he must have access to your email. <laughs> well, I, well somebody, I hope somebody has, because I haven't been getting my emails. Um... <laughs> Right. So anyway, with that is a topic we will come back to later on, um, having probably bloodied the walls somewhat with um, with our discussion of is photography art? Yes. Yes. Dum, dum, dum. No. <laughs> but hang, hang on, before we start, uh, what is art? Oh, God. How long do we have? What is art? Uh, yeah, exactly. How long do we have? Here, I'll, um, I'll, 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 give, I'll give you a quick one. I'm looking at it, Wikipedia here. What is art? Tolstoy, according to Tolstoy, art must create a specific emotional link between the artist and the audience, one that affects the viewer. Thus, a real art requires the capacity to unite people via communications. There you go. There you go. Well, um, I don't believe that uh, photography is art, and I'll, uh, I'll state my claim. Um, I, I, I already know that uh, Neil, who, who actually disavows the, the phrase photography on his website, um, actually <laughs> says he's not a photographer. Would you believe it? Yeah. Well, I mean, um, anyone who's seen his work would know that he's definitely not a photographer. I mean, come on, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, uh, Peter, I think in a previous incarnation of your website, you had um, uh, the artist about the artist. Um, on your you, could, you, could, you, could, you could put one word in front of both of those things and be great fun. <laughs> it begins with P. Uh. Yes. Uh, anyway, but, 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 but. So Seriously. I will. Um, um, yeah, so you better uh, back I, up your statement I, there, Mr. Overall. I had, but, well, actually, no, I I'm not the one who needs to back up my statement because. Um, uh, if you adopt the um, innocent until proven guilty approach, I could say, well. You know, yeah. prove that prove that you're an artist. You know, <laughs> I'm not. I say, as I said, I'm not an artist. You said I'm you're not a photographer. Yeah, you said you're not a photographer. You're an artist. That's what <laughs> That's it says correct. on your website. Well, thanks very much, lads, for reading my website. It's bookmarked. I, I look at it every day. That's that's two hits I can take off my Google Analytics, isn't it? That brings it down to yeah, zero, is it? <laughs> it probably brings them down to minus, minus figure. Um, no, anyway, I, 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 OK, I, let's, let's just bring this, this, this discussion back on track. Um, the reason uh, this discussion was in a way engineered is because a lot of photographers like to mm. call themselves artists. And I think yes. that is utter rubbish. Um, the, 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 the fact that you take pretty pictures does not make you an artist. I'm really sorry, but that's not the case. Uh, there is more to being an artist than producing a pretty picture, I think. Um, I think there are a number of uh, additional criteria for, for a start. You need a higher purpose. You need to be thinking about why you're producing a photograph. Just snapping a pretty picture of a sunset doesn't cut it. Um, he says snapping again, by the way, Neil. You have my permission to lop his legs off and get medieval in his ass. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I get All right, medieval. Then. <laughs> Crafting a photograph of a sunset. Doesn't cut it as art. Um, you need, there needs to be some imagination, some engagement with your topic. There needs to be some interpretation. The spirit of the creator needs to shine through. And that doesn't happen in a lot of photography, even though a lot of people talk about their art and their artistic interpretation and what have you. It's a load of bollocks, just people being pompous. Um, there are very few, I think, photographers who are genuine artists who approach every single frame with an artist's intent. Um, and I think the technical alone doesn't make you an artist. Oh, well, no, I, mean, I don't think you'd find um, a, a, any photographer outside the DP review forums that would uh, uh, disagree with that statement. 
oh well, fair enough. But there will be people who will say, no, no, you can you can be technically proficient, and and that that qualifies you. I mean, I think art must communicate something. Well, I do no, have to I say that the art also needs to. I I just finished my my little my little rant. preamble. Sorry, do uh, continue. Not really a rant. Sorry, um, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I think art needs to communicate. It needs to challenge. Um, it needs to be of its culture, of its time, but it needs to push against the culture of the time. It needs to shake it up a little or a lot. It needs to have an element of innovation in it. So, so by your by by those standards, um, which are nothing that I particularly disagree with, um, uh, and which would be a very rigorous definition of the term art, um, mm. most art does not qualify as art. Most, most things that are claimed to be or are considered to be uh, art would, would not fall under that... Um, uh, not fall under the definition. Well, there's an interesting thing there because um, the, that hints at consensus, doesn't it? It hints at consensus that the creator says this is art and that at least one other person in the world agrees with them. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. I mean, somebody said, uh, we've had some comments, people saying, of course photography is art. Well, that I blatantly don't agree with. Um, to say, of course photography is art, not necessarily. A load of shit pictures in the world. Well, I mean, that's a, it's a sweeping generalisation to, to say that photography is art. A better statement would mm. be photography can be art. Oh, it can be. Yes. Yes, I agree with you there. Um, but then what are, what are the criteria? Well, this is the thing. And actually, I, I had an interesting discussion with this with uh, Dan Sniffen, who was uh, one of the pair of American photographers I did tours with um, earlier in the month. And uh, they he has a very strongly uh, of the opinion that um, no artist should ever refer to themselves as... You know, nobody, nobody, can, nobody that creates work can, can actually call it art. It can only be art if somebody else describes it as such uh, or, or thinks of it as such. Um, and so he has a big problem with people that refer to themselves as fine art photographers or fine art anything, mm. um, and uh, that you, you cannot label yourself as a fine art photographer, not, even if your work would be considered, in, uh, by your definition, uh, to be art, which is an interesting That's, take. It is, that actually. is an interesting That's take. That's very good, actually. Well, think then what happened to the Impressionists, because they... I mean, they were, almost, they were, for lack of a better word, almost disavowed by the art community of the day, weren't they? Mm-hmm. They were, yeah. By, the, by those who, by those who um, if you like, were the guardians of what art was, the mm. Impressionists were, were shunned. Um, yeah, and that goes back to what you were saying. They were, impressions were thinking outside the box. They were breaking the rules and, uh, and making that connection. And so well, they were shunned completely by their peers. Well, they were, and I would say they definitely were artists, but they would have seen themselves as artists. They would have called themselves artists, I'm sure. But then by um, uh, Dan's... Sorry, it was the guy's name, Dan. His his, his sort of definition. um, Then they wouldn't have been because they would have considered themselves artists, but other people wouldn't have. So, Mm. it's. it's, I mean, it's an an interesting... I I mean, I like the humbleness in what he's suggesting, I have to say. Um, I like the... um, Look, I, I, I create something and it's up to other people to decide whether or not it's art. Um, that's kind of I agree, nice, you, nice I agree with you, Dad, but I, I've, had, I've had numerous people come up to me and see my work and say, that's wonderful works of art and that's, that's fantastic. What it should be hanging in galleries. I said, thank you very much, but I, I didn't see it like that when I was first starting off. Um, now, um, I, I, I do see my work as slightly different. It's not, it's not, this has not been pompous and big-headed. It's just because I see the world through black and white. I see it slightly differently. I put my own little slant on it. Um, I, I don't. I don't. Again, I don't. I know that state. That mission statement is there for pompous and, and crap. But I, yeah. I, I see my work as as art because it's me. It's me trying to interpret what I see in my head. Um, the way I see the, the world slightly differently. You know, as you might guys, you might know know that I'm not very good at, at, at writing text and that's when I had that heart failure when I was asked to take over the writing <laughs> blog uh, I'm, I'm not very good at words I'm a I'm more and more visual person and I like to think of my work it, it gives people when they look at it a, a bit of a mood, a reflection and I, we keep going back to this and I'll keep will um, my image of the dark edges versus Peter's image of the dark edges both taken from the exact same location both have two different interpretations both have two different moods and feelings is that art? 
I believe so because I've I've transferred somebody from one location to another, and they they get they sense of everybody sees it has a different mood has a whoa that's scary that's 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 great you know and then if you look at Peter's version of it, it's more lack more relaxing more calming version of it so there's two interpretations there and who's right who's wrong I think they're both lovely works of art mm. and you know for my own purpose I, I I you know one of the things that I is my part of my um, explanation about what I do and what I say when I give a talk on, on the subject of my photography, which is that my goal is to generate an emotional response with the viewer, mm. uh, which is pretty much what Neil was just saying. And um, it's, uh, you know, you're, tra- you're trying to imprint upon the viewer something of, of what you felt at the time. And to me, that is artistic. Now, I mean, I, the, the, I certainly I wouldn't try to claim that my photographs attempt to make any kind of political statement or statement about the human condition beyond no. uh, nature is beautiful. Um, so it's not, it, it wouldn't be, I suppose, high art, but I still would classify it, uh, and sorry about this, Dan, as art. Um, certainly I think of it as, a, as, as art. Um, so it's, you know, I mean, and for me, I have, I have a, a big problem with the, the art world in, gener- in general because there does seem to be uh, a huge amount of just, frankly, bullshit that goes on in it. You know, there's there's a um, uh, there is a, a website um, uh, which we'll have to link to in the show notes, which is the Arty Bollocks Generator. Uh, <laughs> which I don't know if you guys have seen this, but it's uh, it's fantastic. So you basically you go onto it, and it, it generates an artist statement for you, and the, the the closeness that these statements have to the statements that you actually read that people have written uh, is is, is kind of uncanny they're not all that far outside the box for example my work explores the relationship between the military industrial complex and counterterrorism. with influences as diverse as kafka and roy Lichtenstein, new variations are synthesized from both constructed and discovered meanings ever since i was a pre-adolescent i've been fascinated by the endless oscillation of the universe what starts out as vision soon becomes debased into a cacophony of power leaving only a sense of dread and the inevitability of a new undefined as undefined replicas become frozen through emergent and critical practice, the viewer is left with an insight into the undefined of our culture. <laughs> Sounds totally re- familiar. <laughs> can you read that again, please? Can you? <laughs> you can rewind and press play. Um, what a load of crap. <laughs> it's, it, I'm wondering if that site isn't intended as a work of art itself. Well, there you go. As an ironic work of art. Mm. Mm, because it says something about... About the human condition. Well, there you go. Um, I, I mean, it's interesting, interesting. Um, I, I mean, for, for, from from your perspectives, then, what is it that you're trying to communicate? Because you say other other than showing the beauty of nature, which brings you perilously close to pretty photographs, what do you, what are you trying to communicate in your work, if you like? <coughs> so that when you you know that when 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 you're standing up and you're saying, okay, you know. Here is the, here is my artist's intent, if you like. Um, I think, um, I mean, for me, it's. So, I mean, very often, for example, you know, uh, people will come in and look at the photographs, and 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 a common reaction is, you know, has this been photoshopped, right? And and what they're asking is, really, is this real? Um, and many times, I've people saying, "Well, no, you just don't see skies like that, or you don't see things like this." Um, and I think it's because uh, so many people are just plugged out of um, of their lives, really. You know, they're they're, they're so focused on the minutia of the day to day, and just you know, getting the kids to school, you know, going to work, blah blah blah, uh, that they don't stop and look around them, and they don't sort of take in what's uh, what is around them. So what I'm trying to what I'm trying to do is to because uh, when I'm out on a location and I t- and I'm taking photographs, uh, there's a profound uh, joy that I get from that. There's a profound sense of, you know, uh, sort of connection with nature and um, just sort of a sense of fulfillment. And then there's also there's there's a mood that's associated with it in terms of the type of scene that it is, the type of atmosphere there is. You know, whether it's stormy or calm or cold or whatever it might be. Um, and so I try to in the photographs I'm trying to. You know, the the goal is that the viewer gets some sense of, of what it was like to be there, and has some sense of that you know that of of maybe what they're missing, um, and that isn't, might inspire them then to maybe pay more attention to what's going on around them. Isn't that just a bloody good documentary photograph? 
Um, who's to say a bloody good documentary photograph isn't art? Well, there is there is an argument that I read that if you compare, say, photography to an artist who starts with an artist in the sense of brushes and paint, who yeah, starts blank, with a completely a blank, blank canvas, blank canvas, and utterly blank canvas, and then has to fill that canvas purely with what's in their mind using um, technique. Um, whereas we as photographers, you know, even somebody like me, I'm a documentary photographer, what I photograph is what is put in front of me. Ah, yes. So, but so, yeah, I, I would say that the two things are not, dis- are not as dissimilar as they would first appear. Um, the, the true art... Um, and I, I really despise, by the way, when people uh, say artist and they mean painter, um, mm. because there's a lot of painting that's not necessarily art either. Um, you know, this it, is true. There, there, there are many forms. That art takes many forms, and, the, and it, it, it exists in many different media. Painting is one medium, and the main medium, if we're fair, for, for traditional art, but um, it's just one medium. So the painter um, has in his, in his or her mind what they want to put on the canvas. And the putting of it on canvas is entirely craft. It's not art. It's technical mm-hmm. skill. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, transferring what's, brush, in, what's yeah. in their head onto, the, onto the, 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 the canvas or board or whatever it might be. So, mm-hmm. therefore, um, you know, the, the, there's what you're doing as a photographer um, is you have a, a, um, an idea in your head of what you want to capture. Now, that may be formed days, hours, or fractions of a second before you actually press the shutter. Um, but it's still there, and you are framing the image in such a way uh, by, by where you point the camera and how you, what lens you use and all the rest of it um, so that you capture that much the same way that the artist is capturing, or the, sorry, I did it there myself, the painter is capturing the, um, the, the image in their head on canvas. You're capturing it in, in silicon. Um, and then, so, so there's not all that much difference. It's just a, it's a different type of, it's a different craft. Mm-hmm. I agree mm-hmm. with that. I agree. Because, um, as you said, Peter, when I, uh, I did it, first of all, there last year, I brought um, my students out for a, a sunrise, a dawn shoot. None of them have were out up that early before in their life. Uh, some of them had been, but they never noticed the sky. They never noticed the colours. When I brought them over to um, Clotterhead to see the sun rising above the horizon and to see the, the colour, to go, holy mother of God, I didn't understand, I didn't believe this could happen. This was so beautiful. I said, this happens every day. You just don't open your goddamn eyes to just see it. You know, so that's what I, that's, that's what I love about it. It just clicked with them. Wow, that is amazing. So but that's kind they, of the way... But if they take a picture of that, is that art? Is it just not... Are you just not saying... Is that just not observation? That's observation, yeah. But going back to what you said then with a blank canvas and it's up to the painter then to put what's in his head onto the canvas. Uh, that's what I'm doing. I have, a, I have a final image in my head what the image I'm trying to portray is meant to be. The camera doesn't take that. I, I have to use a special technique. Okay, you set a certain aperture, you do a certain lens, you set a certain speed, etc. You put the camera there, bang, you take the shot. But that's not the shot that's in my head. What the final picture hanging on the wall is what's in my head. So, mm. um, is that art then? Is that what? Uh, that's a that's something similar to what the painters were doing. They have an advantage where they're they're starting off with a blank canvas, so they can add. They're adding things into the image, where we unfortunately have to deal with what's in front of us, and then we have to manipulate that to get what's in our head. Well, I don't. I don't see that they have an advantage that they start with a blank canvas, and that we're at a disadvantage because we're presented with what what's there. Um, but but the interesting point that you raise is your image making, your your creating a photograph doesn't stop really after the the, the shutter is fired. Mm-hmm. No, no, um, it's not. It doesn't. It, whereas say, for somebody gone. for somebody like me. Uh, it pretty much does. You know, maybe there's a black and white conversion and a bit of dodging and burning. None of that is art. Um, well, it, that's, 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 that's like saying that writing writing words on a on a keyboard is not art, and for much of the time it's not. But then, and some of the time it is. You know, it's 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 what you do with the medium is what makes it whether it's art or not. And um, you know, a little bit of dodging and burning 
uh, is is changing how somebody interprets the image visually, um, and therefore you're 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 imprinting um, an artistic intent on the uh, on the thing. Then uh, possibly, so it, it's, you know it's yeah, not. I, yeah. See, I don't it could, because I mean, dodging and burning is just um, I think part and parcel of the creation of the, the, the either the physical image or these days the image on screen. That doesn't necessarily have to be a, a reflection of an artistic intent. It doesn't necessarily because have it, to be, but it, it can. It can be. It, it can be. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But <clears> the, the, the point I was I was going to make is that you know, from whereas Neil then takes the that file and manipulates it with a particular, I suppose, a particular intent in mind, which is formed, if, I'm, if I understand correctly what you're saying, Neil, is formed at the time of taking the, excuse me, at taking the photograph. Yes. You already know what the final picture is, is going to look like. Yes, I, um, work, I work backwards. I have the final image framed on the wall, what it would look like. Hmm. And I do me damnedest to get as much as possible in the camera because... I don't want to be sitting in front of a computer. I want to be outside. So I get me done just to get the shot as best I can in the camera. And then I have let, less work to do. Now, in, in, case, in cases, that's not a sense. Because uh, let's say, for argument's sake, I'm, I'm after a nice uh, mood, a nice dark, deep, scary mood. I'll have to do a lot of dodging and burning to bring down the, the levels, you know, to be darker, to give that effect. But I'd have that in my head. It mightn't be what it was like on the out there, you know. Because I have a classic example, I have a really lovely shot uh, taken at midday uh, from Atlantic Drive shooting across to Clare Island. And I, and I showed the people the picture. I said, when was that taken? They said, that was taken at 2 o'clock at night time because the sky is jet black. It's very dark. Said, no, it's not. That's the mood I was after, that really dark, ominous black cloud coming over the horizon. Well, that's not art. Uh, that's uh, just cheating. <laughs> uh, that's the mood I was after. You see what I mean? But the, the, to look at and it was... 12 o'clock at midday it was it was it wasn't that dark if you know what I mean but that's what I had in my head that's what I was after that eerie moody effect and so I had to do that after the effect and do you have a do you have a, an overarching higher purpose that you want to communicate through your work no I don't really I I, I, I that's what we're talking about is you know commercial photography I don't take photographs for commercial uh, I take photographs for myself what I feel uh, and what I look, when I see a scene, what I feel I inside me, uh, and I try and capture that as best I can. Now, if people like it, happy days. If they don't, they don't. You know, it's just as it, not all my, not all my photography is, is 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 nice. You don't see the bad ones, you know. So mm -hmm. it, it doesn't. I couldn't relate. I couldn't uh, relate to what I had in my head out on the final print, and that doesn't work. Then you know, no, I don't have a, a hierarchy. I I'm not. I'm just a normal little Joe Soap. That, like, but haven't you just said that then that um, that your photography is not art? I, I think it is art, but I'm don't I don't have a higher purpose that I want to change the world. Mm -hmm. I want, as you said, I don't have I want to change the world for for humankind's sake. No, I. Mm -hmm. Well, a higher purpose doesn't have to be that you want to change the world. Um, well, you know what I mean. It's that's too but, high but, a purpose. But it, but, it, but it could be. I mean, but but an underlying. Uh, philosophy and under underlying um, vision, if you like, of, 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 of... Well, I was sick and tired when I was younger of seeing, as you said, lovely, nice picture, colour, picture, postcard images of Ireland. I was sick and tired of seeing them when I was younger. I just hated it. I said, no, that's not what I see. I see it differently. So maybe that's my higher purpose, is to show people that uh, Irish landscape is beautiful, mm. but mm. In, a, in a different way. And this is the uh, thing... They, Sorry, the, 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 this is precisely the kind of thing that, um, that again, annoys me about the art world. Like when you, uh, now admittedly I have no formal training in art, I've, this is from my own observations, but there's, there's an awful lot of, of um, sort of certainty in people's statements about um, what they perceive as being art. So let's take a painting, for example. You know, this will be studied in colleges and schools and people will say in textbooks will say that the art what the artist is clearly you know the exploring the metaphor of this and that and you know and and you know really um picking apart the motivations behind the image and, and what it means now some of that and i'm sure a lot of it is is accurate but i'm sure that a lot of it is not and i you know there's an example that i gave which is a couple of years ago i was teaching a class in williams college in the u.s and it was a class on post-processing and on photoshop essentially 
but I would also throw in some kind of composition and just general photography uh, education in there as well. And one of the things I would do is I would have the students go out and make photographs and then they would come back and we'd uh, post-process them, but we'd also critique the compositions and everything else. And this one individual um, came back and it was a... a, a you know, a photograph, and it was a photograph of, of one of the kind of squares in the university, uh, framed nicely, symmetrically, you know, a nice kind of tidy photograph of the thing. Uh, but it, right in the very foreground was this big trash can. Um, and it really, you know, drew your eye right to this trash can and kind of ruined the photograph from a pretty picture standpoint. Um, and so we're talking about this, and I, I, I sort of point out the trash can, and I say, well, what do you think... Um, you know, what do you think is going on here? You know, is this is this contributing well to the image? Is it causing a problem? And somebody in the class, not the photographer, goes on <clears throat> for about 30 seconds or so about how the photographer was probably making a statement here uh, about the, because the buildings in the background are kind of the administration buildings for the college, <laughs> that the college administration is, is, you know, a load of rubbish and they're, you know, blah, blah, blah. And going, See where this is going. <laughs> going on in this vein and, and developing quite a, you know, quite a kind of a spiel about it. And he finally stops, and I just looked at the photographer, and I said, well, was that what you were thinking when you were making the photograph? And he goes, no, I just didn't notice the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, and, but the, you can you can imagine sort of divin. I mean, you know, it's probably going to get me strung up and shot. But the you can imagine somebody talking about Da Vinci this way, and he'd actually go, "No, I just kind of like the way she looked." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she had that wry smile, and you know, I just couldn't get it right. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, it's. I mean, it's interesting that uh, interpretation of art um, relatively early on is is is. It seems to be fairly simple because a lot of it was had religious connotations um so you can kind of read the stories that uh, that would have been 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 um the artist's intention and and then often you know the, the subversive elements as well uh which would have related to their particular political um uh, leanings and, and and what have you and certainly later on but i think modern art yeah, it gets to the point where it, it, the interpretation could just be anything, which then, personally, I think, kind of undermines the whole thing to an extent. I mean, you know, none of us have uh, have been to art college, so in that in that regard, we're we're I suppose we're relatively um, uh, lacking the formal education in, in that in that space. But you know, a lot of modern art, it just seems to be well, here's something, and then a discussion starts, and that can be that can be a good thing if that was the artist's intent and it can be a bad thing if as you say the rubbish bin was there and the the photographer missed it mm -hmm. and um but where is the line where where you know it, because it's it's too easy then for a photographer for an artist to say yeah that's what i meant that's what i intended when maybe they hadn't um thereby elevating their own work to something more than it actually was i don't know the, the whole the whole concept and the whole idea is, I think, you know, it's, you'd almost say it's flawed because the people would say, well, I think this is art. And other people would say, well, I don't think it is. Um, and Neil was saying, well, you know, I do it for myself and I don't really care what other people think. Um, your friend Dan was saying, well, unless somebody else gives it the validation, it's not art. So we've got all these conflicting kind of sides to the debate. And it's, it doesn't seem to get us any, any further. And one of the things that, that I wanted to challenge was is that it, it can be an undermining, an undermining thing and a counterproductive thing to, to sort of say, well, I'm an artist, because it's, it's almost too easy, you know, because few people will then actually be able to back it up eloquently because they actually genuinely can back it up. Most I, I, I tend to think a lot of photographers waffle on about being artists when really there is no thinking behind it. Do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah, yeah. And I, I agree. Yeah, uh, it's, each each individual has to has to has to look into themselves and ask that question of themselves. You know, mm. and then other people do you allow, do you do you worry, do you worry what other people think about your work? Say no, that's not art. That's just a lovely, pretty picture. Mm. Well, that's an interesting point because it's almost as if by saying that you're an artist, you're 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 showing, and I'm not talking about you as in you two, yeah. um, but in general that it's you know, well, I'm an artist. It's almost a, a sign of insecurity. 
because you know oh well that's that's what I am therefore my work is good rather than sort of being very confident in your work Mm. Um, there is a I mean one of the and I suppose as far as photography as art and and you know the photography that is regarded to be art um which is seems to me to be almost universally um or at least a, a huge majority of it seems to be just absolute shit um, I mean, you know, if you go into a museum of modern art uh, and you go and you find a photography exhibit, um, chances are it's going to be pretty dire photography. Uh, in, in my experience, you know, it's, it's somebody that goes out with no concept of the craft um, and no real concept of composition. So there's no design to it. Um, and it, it has to be, tends, it's in, my, in my experience, it tends to be gritty, uh, grainy black and whites of people vomiting in gutters. I mean, that's kind of the level that a lot of it seems to be at. And, and it seems to be that in, in order to be taken seriously as, as, as an artist in photography, if that's what you're shooting for, um, that you, you have to explore the gritty underbelly. You can't just do things that are uplifting. Um, would you guys, how would you guys react I to that? Even, I even agree with you. I even agree. It, like, um, you put <coughs> a lovely, pretty picture of a sunset or a sunrise up against, uh, your, as you said, your lovely photograph of the trash can in front of the art build, uh, the administration building. Which one will go into the gallery? The trash can will go into the gallery because there's a statement there or people will interpret it. Oh, I see what the artist was trying to do about the trash can, about the, you know, and <laughs> it's completely, completely different where the guy who, um, who took the sunrise, waited for four days, waited for ten years, waited to the right light, exactly, and did all the composition and got it, and then took the photograph. With well, this guy said, oh, fuck, I forgot, I didn't see the trash can. But if you put the two of them up, you'd know by your statement, and I would agree with you, the trash can will go up as the art gallery. What do you think, Roger? Well, one of the things that struck me in what you're saying there is there is um, more credence given to misery. I mean, I'm just talking as a documentary photographer now. Um, you, you know, there, there are there, when you look at the, the documentary photography agencies that are set up. Um, I had that, this conversation with a with a with a friend, um, actually a, a, a friend that that Peter knows as well, uh, Clive Evans, and mm. um, he was telling me about having a conversation with one of the founders of NOR, which is a relatively new uh, photo agency compared to say the likes of. Um, uh, Magnum, for instance, and uh, he actually asked the guy. He said, "Well, but you know, it's 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 all about misery in the world and poverty and war. Mm. Where's where's the photography of the happiness? Yeah, exactly. Where's yeah. Oh. the photography of the love? Um, and in in a way, that so what you just said there, Peter, did you know, did kind of resonate with me because you you see, I mean, I, I you know, I've just just an absolutely fabulous exhibition um, here in Cork and 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 by a war photographer and it. Well, I don't know if he'd classify himself as a war photographer. Certainly, he's 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 been in a lot of war zones, um, and it is it is beautiful work, and it it is it is wonderful work, and he would be considered an artist. Um, but I, you know, you wonder whether somebody like that, if they turned their attentions to something, or if they'd started off photographing happy things. Um, with the same amount of, of arti- artistic integrity that he definitely brings to his work, you you wonder would he have received the recognition? You know, Probably not. Um, it, uh, how many times you open newspaper or, or go on? Uh, okay, Irish News, English Sky News, Fox, and 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 see happy stories. None of it. It's all mm-hmm. doom and gloom. Right, but the thing, the point that I'm making is that photography, um, perhaps much more so than any other medium of art. Um, only gets recognition as art if it's about something miserable and bad. Mm. And very often, yes. very, I mean, obviously, you know, there are exceptions where, for example, this guy who's got the exhibition in Cork, you know, clearly he's an excellent photographer, but very often the, the there's, there's, not only is it about misery, but it's also there's no actual craft involved. Um, mm. You know, it's, it's bad photography. But the, uh, you know, whereas with painting uh, or with literature, uh, you know, you, it's not always about the misery. And that's true. That is very yes. true. Yeah. Um, so, the <laughs> it's inconclusive. Some art, some sorry, some photography is art. Most of it isn't. Yeah. Is my conclusion. 
Well, I think yeah, and and I think it really. I mean, for me personally, it's it's in the it's in the eye of the beholder. I think uh, Rich made a comment which essentially uh, made that statement, and I think it's it's very true. He said beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I would say, if somebody considers it art, then it is art. Um, in my opinion, interesting though, somebody considers considers it art, but the creator doesn't. Who's right? It's all it's all. So on the eye of the person, uh, yeah. the, uh, the, uh, the observer, the observer is but then, yeah. but then, but then, your fellow in your class was right. Yes, and the photographer was wrong. No, the photographer wasn't wrong. The photographer never said it wasn't art. Uh, but and uh, yeah, I mean, put it this way: it's art for the person that that refers it to be art. And if it's so, for example, these the, some of this stuff that I rail against and say is, is not art, other people say it is, and I'm right, and so are they. It's a bit boring, isn't it? Yeah, it is really. Sorry. <laughs> should I, should right. I do something a bit more controversial? Yes. Everybody's wrong yeah. except me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you're, you're all just figments of my imagination anyway, so what does it matter? <laughs> yes, there is no reality because it can't be proved to exist, surely. There is no spoon. Well, Ooh. that's for damn sure. You should see our cutlery drawer. <laughs> <laughs> So I only have I only have one sock of each pair as well. <laughs> well, you know that was how um, does that work, Roger? You know you, you you promised there'd be blood on the walls, and I don't see any. No, no, a bit. Um, that was a bit weak, really, wasn't it? We do apologise um, for the civilized discussion <laughs> that has just taken place. Um, it won't happen again. Um, let, no, seriously, we can guarantee it won't, it happen, won't again. happen again. <laughs> it definitely won't happen again, because. Dear listener, um, as you would have heard at the beginning, this is the last episode of the podcast. <coughs> and Neil is choking there because we didn't actually tell him that this was the last episode of the podcast. He's just, he's just heard it for the first time. What the hell that? is that? <coughs> I'm trying to take a drink. <coughs> I'm shaking. The, uh, yes, the special effects department is particularly upset by this development as they're all out of a job. And uh, nobody in their right minds would ever hire them. So now we listen that for, we we reckon we listen we recognise that for some of our listeners this is this has come as a blow. Last week we discussed uh, the 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 second termination of Velvia. Well, it's, it, this this feels like the second termination of the show because it is. It is, isn't it? And that will have that will come as a um, we know and we appreciate this uh, as a, as a loss to some people because we've had some wonderful feedback. Um, over the last few months from people, both uh, privately via email and in comments <laughs> on the blog. Um, so we owe, you, we owe you an explanation, don't we, really? Mm-hmm. Why, are we, why are we doing this? Um, yeah. well, we just don't. <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you'd a prepared statement. I will now read my prepared statement. <laughs> but then you've got no paper, statement. so that's why. <laughs> yes, uh, somebody uh, stole paper. My, my daughter has stolen all my paper, so I'm actually <laughs> writing on the back of all sorts. Well, R- um, Roger has not fully realised that he can, in fact, open a thing on his computer called a notepad. Notepad. <laughs> Use the computer. <laughs> What's a computer? <laughs> okay, so why, why are we doing this? Why are we stopping? Well, well, well. Um, the, 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 there's a number of reasons, and uh, feel free to jump in at any time, boys. Um, one of the reasons is uh, we are under extreme time pressure at the moment, and we're finding it hard to set time aside. Uh, with careers that are, are, are developing in, in various directions to, to produce the podcast, um, we'll also be very truthful with you. The podcast was resurrected to help us build an audience to, um, for whom we would produce our, our video series. Mm-hmm. And um, sadly, um, that has not happened. Mm-hmm. Um, our listener figures uh, peaked at one point. We were well in excess of 1,000 listens, and we were ecstatic. We thought, this is great, we're growing, because the, the, the growth was, was massive. And then we lost all our listeners for some reason. Um, and we still don't know for what reason. We haven't changed yeah. the format. We've done nothing different. Yeah, so we think somebody may have said something. We, don't, we just don't know. <laughs> We've analysed it. But our listener figures, unfortunately, um, are, are static and, and are declining ever so slightly. Um, so uh, the podcast has not achieved its aim of, of growing a, a big audience for us. Mm. And without that audience... Um, 
we have to question and we have to ask hard business questions as to why we're doing the podcast, because there is an input in time, a lot of time, uh, as Neil is, has been finding out, because Neil has been writing the podcast, uh, the, the, the blog and, and doing the, uh, the edit of the podcast. Mm. Um, and we have, to be, we have to ask ourselves, is our time better spent doing something else? Saying that, uh, as we were talking, discussing this, uh, I think it was last night, um, we love doing it. We have mm. great fun doing it. Uh, we're very uh, sorry to see it go. But just because we had fun doing it doesn't mean we have to keep continue doing it. Now, we, 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 it was resonated, as you said, on the basis that we're going to start producing the videos. We put in a serious amount of time, effort and money and hardship to our families to produce those two videos. Three. And if three, sorry, yeah, three. Uh, it hasn't paid off. Financially, it hasn't paid off. Maybe it's because of the uh, economy out there. We we have done it at the wrong time. We don't know. I, I believe, and I think we, the three of us believe, that we did produce some great work. Uh, the comments we're getting, the feedback we're getting from the videos was brilliant. We had no negative comments. I think we just bar one. Um, so we can't understand what's happened uh, and we can't continue on uh, producing more videos and DVDs at an expense and making a loss at a time where we have to start worrying about our own core business and uh, working it back up again. Mm. So uh, as we said, it was fun doing it. Uh, I didn't realise the amount of effort and work that you guys are putting into producing the podcast uh, until I took it over and I went, holy shit, <laughs> this is this is crazy. Uh, we record on a Tuesday if we can all meet together. If we don't, we record on a Wednesday. Uh, if we record it on a Tuesday, I spend all Wednesday evening um, getting it together and then I send the email off to Peter's wife Anne and thank you very much Anne for looking after me for the last month or so to edit the, to work out my <laughs> my spelling mistakes and my commas and my everything else um, and then it goes live on Thursday now when that didn't happen on the Tuesday and it went and we had to record and do all the edit on, on, a, on a Wednesday it was just a nightmare uh, and I do appreciate you guys for doing it for the previous 30 odd episodes before I took it over but uh, as you said, it's it, it's fun, but we can't keep going at this rate. Mm. So we uh, we made the uh, the sort of painful decision that it was time to uh, time to put an end to it, which of course means that uh, as Neil was alluding to there, that the dynamic range uh, there will not be an episode three of dynamic range. Um, so uh, and uh, the so we're basically going to uh, the future of, of those videos is, is being uh, determined at the moment. Uh, they'll still be available in some form or other um, going forward. And uh, we certainly did enjoy making them. And we all learned a lot about uh, some very useful skills in terms of video production and editing, uh, which uh, will stand us in good stead going forward. And in fact, Roger is already uh, reaping uh, benefits from that at the moment. Um, and um, yeah, so thanks guys for listening. It's been great. And thanks for watching. Exactly. Anything else to add? Not to, well, that's we, we we've explained as best we can why we've reached this decision. We we hope our regular listeners understand um, uh, and um, and can uh, can see why we've 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 had to make the decision that we've made. <clears throat> so, so the circle of confusion as an entity is um, is being wound up, and um, Peter, um, Neil, and I will still be around. You know, we're not going anywhere i'm going to kuala lumpur uh, peter's going to kuala lumpur neil and i will still be around um there there, there is and i'll do a very selfish plug there isn't an, if you need a, your photography podcast fixed go to the documentaryphotographer.net um <laughs> the host is a real so-and-so though god almighty he, he, he hates art <laughs> yeah he thinks photography is not art um yeah, I think well, it's a special episode it, coming up soon. <laughs> anyway, but it's so not, we, not leave you, we, yeah, we, we do we, leave you with a with a with a with a, a slim alternative. Anyway, um, but I, I would like to thank uh, thanks so much to thank uh, you two guys. I'd like to thank every listener that's listened. Everybody sent in a comment uh, um, to us. Thank you very much, and especially the people who's bought the videos. I hope that you got a bit of fun out of it, and I hope you learned something out of it. That was the aim of this podcast and the videos to have a bit of fun and but also to learn something um, mm. so hopefully that's happened and i'd like to thank you all for the last what year and a year and a bit now 
Yeah, we're very, we're absolutely very grateful to everybody who's taken the time to listen. We're especially grateful to uh, the people who've taken the time to listen and buy uh, one of the videos. Um, it made it uh, made it worth it. And as Peter said, we've 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 learned a skill set. I actually got my first video commission today, paying video job. I'm working on several private projects, which I'm hoping will um, will lead to more work. There's a couple of portfolio pieces coming up, so we've we've learned a lot. We've had a great a, gr a lot of fun doing it. Um, and um, I'm just trying to, I mean, having always been behind the camera, um, and Neil at one point developed the name One Take McShane. I did, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, it lasted for one take. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did get a couple of them in, in fairness, but then it, it did become a, uh, you know, uh, it became a thing uh, going forward. Oh, that was a One Take McShane. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, and then there's the, 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 morning of uh, the, the mornings of the, the when we were filming the second the second episode and we got up at the God stupid o'clock stupid o'clock and went out and we couldn't get out of our cars the wind was howling and the rain was coming down and uh, for some reason somebody forgot to check whether or not there'd actually be a beach there and um, because the tide was in and yeah. there we were in the two cars beside each other, texting each other. <laughs> All you do is wind the window and talk. No, yeah, no, but you have to scream across the wind. Yeah, but, uh, um, and then I think another fond memory is of, uh, I think we actually have this uh, filmed somewhere where the, where the pair of you were trying to talk over the wind and it was blowing so hard down a valley that Peter's camera bag took off. Oh, the yes. gear in it. Yes, that was fun. And, you know, we, we, we've, we've, uh, we've had, um, you know, there's one particular viewer who sort of had a little bit of a, developed a little bit of an obsession with us. <laughs> and uh, who uh, named nameless, who remained nameless, but uh, but who did, in fact, on, on several occasions for 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 quite some time, daily do a search uh, of us with his with his name um, in Google. And um, so, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are. You're talking about. <laughs> He provided oh, endless amusement. Thank you very much. <laughs> Behind the scenes amusement. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, just um, top tip, folks. Um, your behaviour online is traceable. Certainly, if you're Peter Cox, um, he will. He, Peter knows every trick on the internet. All right. So <laughs> it wasn't very hard. Blatantly obvious. Oh, dear, dear. Anyway, yes, we're, we're named. Uh, that person shall remain nameless. Um, a couple of people, I think, um, do deserve a mention um, for, for, their, for their early support. I mean, uh, Renee, Renee Brun, I think, um, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. was one of our very earliest supporters who gave us uh, a lot of help, a lot of backing and a lot of encouragement. And um, so I think we, uh, we'd like to recognise him. Going down a d dangerous route here because we're going to forget some names, but um, <laughs> we'll do our best not to. Uh, Javier, Javier Leiter, who, um, mm -hmm. who loaned us a camera. Uh, mind you, he didn't trust us enough to just loan it to us. He had to come down and watch over us using it. Yes. Uh, with his, uh, you know, the, the stern folded arms and, uh, and, and <laughs> the mirror glasses. Yeah. We did, uh, now, the, 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 on the circle of confusion, we have, uh, we, we do have a terrible track record in terms of um, breaking things. Um, but it's usually our own gear we break. It is, it is. But I've had a lens broken. Uh, Peter's had a, 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 God, what have we broken? We've broken mm. nearly everything, haven't we? Yeah, you broke yeah. Oh, incidentally, by the way, I, I got my camera back after repair, and they've essentially given me a new one and just, just stuck the old serial number on it. They said it's, they, it's too expensive to repair, let's just give them a new one off the production line. Did they? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, and they, were, they at least replaced the outer body along with half the working components, and you got to figure if they're going to do that, they may as well just give a new camera. Blimey, what was the, um, what was the fault? Corrosion. The crack screen. No, the crack screen, uh, the crack screen, which was repaired, and then the screen died on me um, oh, right. on the Skellix when I was photographing puffins in the rain, and that was the straw that broke the camel's back. And when I when, the, when it went back in, <clears throat> they basically said, "Yeah, there's, there's corrosion all over the the, the PCB on the inter on the inside, and the mirror box needs to be replaced, and this and that and the other thing." So, thank you, Canon. Didn't help the fact that you're you're hanging off the side of cliffs, photographing waves coming over lighthouses. Didn't help that the corrosion part. <laughs> yeah, the the salt salt spray probably isn't too good for cameras. <laughs> yeah, presumably what you said to them was, "This has never been outside of my studio." So I, so I don't know what's wrong. If I was trying to get warranty repair, then yes. <laughs> but it was so far out of warranty that. <laughs> I'm surprised they. Um, I'm surprised they didn't just turn around and say, "Look, this is a write-off completely." <laughs> 
Well, it, 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 did, it did cost 900 quid to repair, including that. So um, essentially, it's, it, it's, it's probably just giving me the camera it costs. Essentially, is what, what yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. <laughs> God. It, uh, but the um, one thing I take away from the, la- the, the episode two was. Peter's bloody red gators. Holy Christ. How did we Yeah, Mr. Fucking Red Cannon sweatshirts all over the bloody place. Is I was told not to wear them and I didn't. Well, well nobody told me not to wear red gators. Roger said, nobody red, wear red, red please. And then we said, take them off and you said, oh, well, I'll wear them and if they look really crap, I'll take them off and we never got to, we, we only realised they look really crap after. No, after I think what I said was, I think what I said was that I would, uh, I would just do, change the colours. Um, in post, and uh, I just uh, I couldn't have been arsed. Um, besides, the Canon cameras record red so terribly that um, it just uh, the, even if you turn them brown, they would have still the detail is just not there. It is. I mean, what are we going to do if we can't complain about Canon on a weekly basis? Um, no, let's have some other names. Uh, Rich, um, who's uh, been uh, participating in a lot of discussions and a lot of comments. Yeah. I think we'd. Uh, uh, a nod to Rich. Um, Tom. Tom. Yeah. Tom. For uh, and, nearly, uh, bl- nearly blasting his ears on the first end. On the, on that's the, right. On the Tom, Tom War. Tom, now, you might remember ages ago, we uh, we put out a call for uh, correspondents, professional photographers. Um, and um, Tom was one of the people who, who responded. And mm. uh, Tom is a professional photographer in Switzerland. Uh, he has a blog called War Stories, uh, W-A-U-G-H Stories. Um, Google. Oh, I see what he did there. Mm. I see what he did. That was a clever, clever, clever thing. Good man. Yes. Mm. So, um, yeah, he's a war photographer. Um, and go and check him out. He's not a war photographer. He's a commercial photographer. Um, and but just a, a special nod to Tom because he has been listening to the podcast since its inception mm. over two years ago now. Um, Who else have we got? First incarnation. With Mark Mark uh, Brimcat. Mark Brinkat, who's uh, been giving some good comments lately as well. Um, I don't have too many to mention. If we forget you, it's not because we don't love you and we're not grateful. We should make a, uh, a mention uh, for the, 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 um, uh, our, our wives who have, um, who have suffered, uh, through the, particularly through the Dynamic Range production. I don't think there was a one of them that, uh, <laughs> that enjoyed that process at all. No, um, it's, it's when you turn around to your wife and go, yes, I'm going away for four nights, five days uh, with my mates and we're going to go around and take photographs. And of course, then they think, well, they're just on a fun a jolly. Um, it, filming was bloody hard work and actually quite strenuous. And I think the, uh, the first two episodes we filmed, the pilot and the first one, we really put ourselves under a lot of pressure. The, set, the, the, the third one we filmed was actually um, a really pleasant, easygoing experience. I think we all really enjoyed the, the, mm-hmm. the, the third one. But you did not enjoy episode one filming in the least, did I you, did Roger? not enjoy episode one filming in the least um, at all. Uh, we won't go into that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was just to put it this way, it was a bloody steep learning curve. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, but, you know, actually, you know, in retrospect, is now paying off. Um, but, um, but yeah, that was a, that was a toughie. Um, but yeah, our wives, who actually let us, let us do this, and um, and let us do late night podcasting on a Tuesday, and so yes, uh, a nod, a nod to our wives. Thank you very much. Who mm. else we got? We got Ray. <coughs> Sorry, Ray Cleary, Hilton. Who else? Yeah, Hilton, Mark Ryan, B, yeah, Rick, uh, Chris. There's a guy called Peter Cox here. He's a new guy. Jim. <laughs> so just I'm just looking down through all the um, all the comments we've had. Just. See if I have any names we've missed yeah, or whatever. We're just, but you know, we're just so grateful you took the time to listen, and um, it was uh, it was wonderful. And um, so, yeah, any fond memories, anybody, from what we were doing? That's a no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I dozed off there. What was that? And that wasn't rehearsed. That's unbelievable. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Peter Cox calling me Dutch boy. Hey, Dutch boy, come here. Well, I don't remember um, that one, was that? <laughs> uh, what's the f- any fun memories? Yeah, it, it was... Uh, I thought it was fantastic, the, the way we... Uh, three guys had never 
shot every day before in their lives. After about a year, we produced those DVDs. The fun we had making them, the laughs we had on the way, that the stuff that's not in the videos, I think, is even better than the stuff that's out <laughs> that's in the videos. The f just the fun we had was fantastic. Yeah. But there's, sorry to interrupt you then, Neil. I've just realised there's one person listening to this who's probably sitting there right now going, what about me? Can you think who it is? No. Our sound engineer. Ah. Uh, oh no, he's gone. He he left us. He he's gone to he's gone to Wales. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Fearcrew, if you're listening to this, sod off. <laughs> he just he did. It was because it was because of him. The fellowship of the photography ring has, has was broken by our sound engineer leaving us to go to go to Wales. And what's he doing? Video. Mm. Film production. Yes. Um uh, we wish it Thanks thanks, Rika, and good um, luck by the way. Yes, on a. Uh, <coughs> I'm not coming over all emotional. I've just got a dry throat. <laughs> is, is there something in your eye, Roger? Is, is there something in my eye? No, there isn't something. Um, uh, Fikra, if you're listening, good luck with the course. And uh, based on our experience of working with you, uh, I can't recommend you, you highly enough. And I you think you'll have no problems. Very, very well in your career. Absolutely. Um, just think of us, you know, cinematographer kind of people later on. <laughs> When you go to Hollywood, <laughs> just saying. Remember the remember the talent. Oh yes. <clears throat> Sod the talent. Remember the director. What about uh, the editor? Uh, the, the producer. The, the Gestalt entity. Yes, yes. The, the gaffer boy. The gaffer boy. <laughs> the the great lady. <laughs> the we now have a concept of what these people uh, do, um, otherwise known as Fiegger and Roger will do it. Um, but yes, uh, great fun. Great fun. Um, I think we're rambling a bit now, aren't we? We are a little bit, yeah. We should wrap it, we up. wrap it up. We can't bring ourselves to actually do the inevitable. So long, and thanks for all the fish. Well, I suppose that so was that's it. How then, we're wasn't it? End, that's how we're going to end it, is it? That's, that's it. I think that's the great sign off. <laughs> that's the one. Well, you know, if you were going to if you, if you could have taken the time and written a proper exit, then we just would have worked always, fine. No, you always say this. It's just. <laughs> God, it's so so I'm so good. No, no, no. I, listen, for what you, for once, just shut up. Yeah, yeah, I am so glad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I knew, Shane, for God's yeah, yeah. sake. What's with this? You uh, make a bloody contribution, uh, would you? For God's sake. Oh. God, it's just like I've made me working with children. Fair, working with pair children. Pair of God. Call yourself a documentary photographer. Me years. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, do you think anybody's actually listened this far? Well, I think they tuned out about uh, fifty minutes ago. <laughs> this is like a this is like a Clive and Derek recording, isn't it? Is it Derek and Clive? Peter Who? Cook and Dudley. Peter Cook and Dudley Moore. No, they just did, they did these rambling, these rambling kind of um, conversations as two really rather vulgar people. What are you calling vulgar? Uh, bloody plummy so-and-so <laughs> plummy so well I have been described as the posh one <laughs> so who's sporty then I am that's what I've heard I'm, I'm back on my bike I'm riding my bike again after 15 years mm. that's not what we're thinking about when we think about sporty now <laughs> not in this podcast <laughs> oh god Right. Okay, can we stop now? I think we should. Yeah. Good night. Good night. Good night.
You are now leaving the circle of confusion.